This is Wednesday, August 4th. Recently, while retelling a story about my dad, I found myself tearing up with emotion. At the time, I was surprised. The emotion caught me off guard. Yes, my dad passed away a few months ago, and my emotions are still close to the surface. But it revealed to me the need to process all that has happened in the last year, and even in the last months. You see, our emotional life exerts a deep influence over us and how we process life from day to day. Now, we may not see it, but it's always there. Now, this is what happened to Moses and Aaron in the wake of the death of their sister Miriam. The congregation of Israel lacked water and began to grumble and complain. How would Moses and Aaron process this while already they are in emotional distress. We see this from our text today. Numbers chapter 20, verse 6, down through verse 10. Then Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. And the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff, and assemble the congregation, you and Aaron your brother, and tell the rock before their eyes to yield its water. So you shall bring water out of the rock for them, and give them to give them drink, give drink to the congregation and their cattle. And Moses took the staff from before the Lord as he commanded him. Then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice, and water came out abundantly, abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their livestock. Now this scene is central to the story of Moses because as a result of the way Moses conducted himself, the Lord doesn't allow Moses to enter into the land of promise. We will see why the Lord does this, but for today we need to think about this emotional processing. Now first we need to understand that our emotions are not our enemies. There are times when they arise and seem to run the show, keeping us from wise decisions or pushing us in directions we don't want to go. But our emotions can be very helpful to us. Indeed, they're a gift of God to reveal where our hearts are. You need to know your heart it, and because it is processing your life experience. As the book of Proverbs tells us, your heart is the wellspring of your life. What is your heart? You could say that your heart is the control system of your life. Your heart provides the motivational structure for your life, essentially why you do what you do. Now here, if we want to understand what Moses does in this moment, we would need to know his heart, what is motivating him. Clearly, he is acting out of grief and frustration, sadness over the loss of his sister, and weariness over the complaining of the people. In a way, he acts out of character for what we have come to expect of Moses. Yet our emotions, his emotions, are not the enemy. They reveal what is going on in our hearts, as his emotions reveal 
what is going on in his. Now, this is not often the message we receive. We are sometimes told not to trust our emotions, not to follow our emotions, and maybe even to deny our emotions. But our emotions are the bread trail revealing to us where our hearts are. Instead, we need to be able to listen to our emotions and respond based on the, on the basis of the gospel, the awareness that God loves us and is for us. So that's the second thing, listening and learning from our emotions. How can we do this? Many of us are not attentive to our emotional life, but only experience them when they come. As a result, they catch us off guard. This can happen so quickly that we might want to say, Watch out! Here it comes! But instead, we want to learn by experience to recognize our emotions. Now, when I was a kid, my parents gave me a metal detector. I could use it at the beach to find metal objects. Now, at first, the detector, when we were looking, searching, made a beeping sound to indicate there was metal beneath the ground. At first, I didn't know what the object was, so I put down the detector and I began to dig, sifting through the sand to discover what had set off the detector. In a way, this is what we do. At first, we may not know what we're feeling and why, but we spend a little time digging beneath the surface and find out what is going on in our hearts. What is it that caused me to become angry? Why did this make me so afraid? You get the idea. And soon you learn to better detect what is going on in your heart. It can help to have a friend or counselor to assist you along the way. Now, as we read about Moses, it seems that he was simply acting on emotion. He wasn't aware of how deeply this loss was driving his actions. Now, the good news for us in Christ is that we can come to accept our emotional response. It's okay to feel and to feel deeply. We don't suppress our emotions because we know that Christ has accepted us fully. Instead, we come to learn more about our hearts through our emotional experience, that our hearts may be conformed to the image of Christ. We come to bring our whole heart before the Spirit of God, the Counselor that teaches and leads us. Let's pray. Faithful and gracious God, thank you for your steadfast love in Christ. Thank you that we can bring our hearts to you, that you care for us. We rely on your Holy Spirit as our counselor, teacher, and helper. Provide us with your peace in the storm, your counsel in perplexity, and your joy in all things. We praise you for your goodness and your patience. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.